Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, on your hometown radio, Classic 1220, and streamed around the world on Classic1220.ca. If you'd like to send me an email, if you'd like to share an idea you have, if you'd like to share an experience you've had, or maybe you have a guest you'd like us to bring on, it's very simple. Just type in the old email address, exxon at Classic1220.ca. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Tara Green, and she is a high priestess, natural-born psychic, and remembers her past lives and multidimensional origins. Internationally renowned Canadian tarot card reader, astrologer, woman, spirituality, dream worker, uh, Tara hails from the king or queen city, I don't know what we call it anymore, but the city of Toronto. Joining me now is Tara Green, and hey, Tara, welcome back to the Exxon. Hi, Rob. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. It's really nice to be back. It's been quite a while. It has. So what have you been up to since you and I last uh, chatted on the airwaves? Oh, you know, I'm always busy. I'm doing readings for clients all over the world. I'm doing mm -hmm. lots of events. I've been teaching workshops and things like that and writing, trying to finish my book. So, yeah, very busy. Now, uh, since COVID, have you found a difference in the way that people are, are asking questions or the information that they're seeking? Well, there's a lot more people that are way more anxious. I mean, I know I speak to a lot of clients. A lot of people are on uh, medication mm -hmm. to stay calm. You know, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Many more people are working at home. You know, I, you know, I often do like live events. So a lot of those event planners either ended their business or, you know, are just kind of getting back uh, into it now. Because yeah. I, I know that I had a very busy uh, Halloween and, and Christmas party season, which mm -hmm. I hadn't had since like 2019. So... Are, are people still asking the old favorites, you know, am I going to find Mr. Right or, you know, am I going to get that new job and these kind of questions? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I mean, those are, you know, constant standards, Staples, yeah. you know, but I find I have people are willing to go more deeper. I think a lot of people have kind of woken up a lot more. I think the mm -hmm. one of the side effects, a good positive side effects is that people are waking up and they're questioning more and they want to do things that are uh, more intrinsically spiritually valuable to them. Uh, you're, you also teach. Now, um, what kind of courses can people take from you? I teach astrology courses. I 
you know, I do uh, live workshops, mm-hmm. usually aligning with the moon. I usually I do a live free presentation every month uh, on Facebook for the Cosmic Intelligence Agency, where I preview the month ahead and I do live tarot readings, and that is very very popular. So you know, people can get in touch with me for that. I, I'm teaching astrology courses, and uh, you know, I'm on TikTok and you know all of the social media these days too. Right now, there's a major eclipse coming up uh, this April. How is that mm-hmm. going to affect people? Well, okay, astrologically speaking, I mean, generally a solar eclipse affects everybody, but Mm -hmm. if you're in the X zone, literally, where the eclipse path is, there's a shadow that's 80 to 100 miles wide, and if you're right on the path of that shadow, and it's going to be a very long eclipse, the eclipse is going to last about four minutes, I mean, you can go to the NASA sites and all that and look that up, but, but if you're right in that path, and it's going to go from Mexico right across Canada, the U.S., and there's actually an X marks the spot at San Antonio, Texas. Uh, you have to go to Niagara Falls or to Belleville or Montreal and out east to catch, to be right in that zone of the eclipse shadow path. So if you're right there, I recommend that people do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never supposed to look at an eclipse. Um, it is astrologically at 19 degrees of Aries. So if you know your astrology, you would look at is that affecting me personally, right? So you would have to look at your own chart and say, what do I have at 19 degrees of Aries? Uh, If you're born April the 7th or the 8th, then you're going to get hit by that eclipse and it affects your life for the whole year ahead. Um, But, you know, it is very powerful. You know, there was one that crossed the U.S. also uh, last year, uh, October the 14th, 23, at the opposite, 21 degrees of Libra. So there's a big X and also there was the big eclipse that was visible across the U.S. in 2017. So actually that makes another X crossing in Georgia and wow. uh, South Carolina. So again, those people, those places, um, actually interestingly enough, uh, in Texas where the X is is where SpaceX is, where Elon Musk's SpaceX is. So I think that's very funny that that's such a big alignment. So there's obviously going to be big um, new opportunities. Eclipses, solar eclipses bring in more conscious events, things that are visible, and they're traditionally associated with the death of kings and queens. Uh-oh, Prince Charles, uh, King it's Charles. Leaders. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. So, it seems that this is going to be the year of the X. The year of the X, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And it's a leap year as well. Oh, that's right. right? Yeah. Right, it's a leap year. So, you know, you get to kind of play February 29th, day out of time. Um, you know, it's always a special day, especially if you've marked something. It's, you know, every mm-hmm. four years you get to do that again, right? But, you know, there's going to be four lunar e- four, four eclipses in total this year. So not just April the 8th, but that is a big one, again, because it's visible. Not, it doesn't happen that often that a country gets to see eclipses, like, within a certain number of years. Because, of course, they're visible sometimes on the other side of the Earth or over the middle of the oceans or something like that, right? So in, with your wisdom, with your ability as a, an astrologer, a psychic, a spiritual teacher, a, a high priestess, what do you see is happening in the world these days? Why is everything in such a kerbubble? Well, because we're moving into a, a new age. Um, I mean, you've heard about the age of Aquarius, of course, you know, yeah, musical sure. hair in yep. the 60s and all that. Um, I mean, I believe that actually today is interesting what we're talking on this day. Um, I believe that the age of Aquarius is kind of is starting now, although nobody has an exact date mm-hmm. when it's supposed to start. Um, so today, um, 
the planet Mars, which is the planet of action. You know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, you know, that old thing. Uh, Mars is meeting up with Pluto later today. So this is a very big deal and very dangerous. But it initiates again, December 21st, 2020. We started a new 200-year cycle of these planets meeting in only air signs. They met in only Earth signs for the previous 200 years. So Mars and Pluto meeting today at zero Christ hasn't happened since 1779. And so we're initiating the age of higher consciousness. That's what Aquarius is all about on its highest level. It is a what's called a fixed air sign. So we're moving into the age of high tech, you know, of revolution, of people power, mm-hmm. of, um, you know, people working together, collaborations. You know, a lot of people are going to want to up-level their consciousness into the cloud. You know, there's sure. all that robot-y thing going on, right? Like transpersonal stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's a dual sign, like all the air signs, which represent both sides of our mind, there's going to be one part of of humanity that wants to go to Mars and wants to do all that techie stuff. Another part of they're going to get right down to, no, we want to establish a new kind of consciousness, like humanity is waking up to our full potential and people sharing power. There isn't going to be any more monarchies. That's over because Aquarius is opposite Leo. So for the next 20 years, Pluto will be in Aquarius. It it entered the end of March 2023. It just entered again January the 20th. It will make one last pass. This is an important time. From September the 1st to November the 19th and during election in the U.S., Pluto will make one last pass back into Capricorn where it's at the most powerful degree. When planets are at the last degree, and of course all astrologers or most astrologers still see Pluto as a planet, um, they are the most powerful. So Pluto entered Capricorn in 2008 and initiated that, you know, mortgage subprime banking crash. And I believe that Pluto is going to exit the same way. So I'm predicting a big, you know, bank crash, financial change uh, during that time. So that's why we're living in such chaotic age. And and we have to embrace it. It's like out with the old. Aquarius is um, like the sign that comes after Capricorn, which is traditional. And in traditional astrology, the planet Saturn which we honor on Saturday, Saturn's Day, uh, rules Capricorn and Aquarius. So for the next uh, 20 years, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to honor history. You know, we don't want to totally, you know, get rid of it or banish it or pretend it didn't exist because you have to learn from your past. That's right. But we want to up-level it, right? So we want to reinvent things. So this is, you know, get a makeover, you know, for everything. (laughs) Tara, I'm sure there are young people listening to us uh, tonight. And they're saying, hey, wait, wait a minute, Rob. Did Tara just say Pluto as in planet? Yes. Because, because Pluto was degraded by the scientific community, that has no effect on the astrological charts, does it? No, no. Because, yeah. I mean, I laughed. I think I actually actually channeled Pluto after that happened and went, you don't fool around with the Lord of Death. You know what I mean? So Pluto, to me, not all astrologers use Pluto in a personal manner. I do. Mm-hmm. I always have. Uh, Pluto to me is the most powerful and profound. It rules the soul. It rules the riches. It's the lord of wealth. So plutocrats, right? So people who get very wealthy have very strong Pluto energy in their natal charts. So yes, Pluto is still considered a planet, and I still believe it will be re-designated as that as well, because they keep discovering more and more bodies in the solar system and changing that designation, you know? And people who do not have the influence of Pluto in their life become radio people. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, everybody's influenced by Pluto, but it's true. Some people have missed this transit, but it's very rare. Um, you know, I, I, I do like, I speak to thousands of people a year. Uh, most people are under these very devastating, life-transforming Pluto transits, right? And, and that's, it's a good thing. It can hurt a lot at the time, um, but it's a good thing, you know? Tara, I've got about two minutes before I have to go to my break. Um, quickly, if somebody is adopted and they don't know their exact date of birth or the date of birth on the adoption certificate has been uh, screwed up, how does this mm -hmm. affect that person? Well, they were still born on a day. They just don't know. Now, there is techniques that astrologers use and there's astrological programs to find that out because you would look at dates that certain things happened in their lives. And that usually aligns with the planets. So there is a way to find that out. So you were basically an astrological detective at that time. Well, a lot of astrology yeah. is detective work and it's and it's mathematics traditionally, which was a subject that I hated years ago when I was a kid. But um, it is a kind of sacred geometry, right? No, it's very techy. You know, astrologers are very nerdy. They're all about research. They're all about finding their own way to find things, really. Well, I've always said the quality of a of a of a psychic or an astrologer or anyone who who deals with divination of one sort or another is has a lot to do with the integrity of the person. And Tara, you are very one of the very best. And Exonation, if you'd like to contact Tara here in the Toronto area. Or anywhere around the world, I believe Tara does uh, online readings or one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. consultations. www.taratarot.com. That's T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. And Tara, you and I have to take a short break, but we'll be back on the other side as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, on your hometown radio, Classic 1220, and streamed around the world on Classic1220.ca. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone. Tara Taro is our special guest. Our website is www.taratarot.com. That's T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. Um, what, what has been your most awe-inspiring moment 
in all the different facets of work that you do, you know, when people basically put their hand out and say, Tara, can you give me an idea of what is going on with my life? Well, that happens a lot, actually, and I feel very honored and very privileged to do that. Um, you know, when I, it depends, you know, I, I have to have confidentially with my clients, but, mm. um, well, I think, remember, once I was actually in Niagara Falls at an event, and at those events, I'm reading very quickly for people, and I usually, you know, I don't remember because I'm trying to get through as many people as I can, sure. and I don't usually do health stuff, and a lot of psychics don't do health stuff, but, but honestly, I am a very good uh, medical intuitive, even though I don't advertise that, but... Um, I was there one day and a woman came up to me and she said, it's because it was the second year I was at the same event. She came up to me and she said, oh, there you are. I'm so glad to find you. You know, you saved my life. And I went, what? What are you talking about? And she said, I met you a year ago uh, oh, at this event because it was a corporate event. And she said, and you told me that you don't usually say this, but you felt that there was something going on in my breasts and I should go and have it examined. And I did. And they found out there was an early tumor and I had it removed and now I'm fine. And so that was really, really rewarding to me. And I've had a number of people say that to me. Um, also, I do a lot of uh, women trying to get pregnant. I do a lot of fertility possibilities. And, you know, if I use my intuition and the astrology and the tarot cards, I usually tell them they're going to get pregnant. And that's been pretty successful. And just clients really opening up, you know, people really, you know, being a tarot reader is, is kind of like being the modern confessor, you know, because people trust you. And I have you know, clients I've read for 10, 15, 20 years, and, you know, they come back to me, and they reveal everything, you know, and, and I help them, I hold their hand, and sometimes I have to kick their butts a little bit, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, um, it's, it's a relationship, you know, and uh, it's very powerful, so I feel very honored, you know, I, I, I take this responsibility very seriously. And that's what, uh, what makes you who you are, Tara, because you do right. take it very responsibly, and and, mm -hmm. and you you do care about the person, just not the reading, like so many other people who are astrologers and psychics. All they're interested in is the ka-ching, ka-ching, and you're interested in the bum-bum-bum-bum-bum of the heart. Right. Yeah, and like actually just yesterday I did a reading with a client, and I could feel the vibe, you know what I mean? Like when I'm doing that, I get a vibe, like I'm channeling. Mm -hmm. You know when people get a chill up and down their spine, that's like the soul kind of awakening. And I got that and she felt it and she said, oh my God, I can feel it. I'm feeling it right now, actually, as I'm saying this to you. Um, and I get a, usually a tingling on the, on my crown chakra, right? She felt that vibration. So I'm sending that vibration out to the world right now when I get the opportunity to do that. And yeah, there is a lot of commercialization and pop psychology and pop, you know, everybody's an astrologer because it's so popular these days and tarot readers and not to deride anybody, but you know, there is a lot of miscommunications and misinformation out there as well. And, and people don't know. They're just naive, you know. But how do they so, get to know, Tara? How do they get to well, know? Well, okay, I think it is because serious astrologers, and there's a lot of younger ones now too, um, who know their stuff and take it seriously. And you have to kind of weed through it all, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. you have to kind of go, oh, is this really true? I have to verify. You have to kind of do your own research, you know. And not take everything at face value because I have seen a lot of fake hokey stuff. I, I I tend to respond to it a little bit on TikTok if I feel people are really off, you know, because a lot of young people are very naive about this and you know ask me stuff. And luckily, I have a Gen Z daughter who's kind of into astrology wow. these days. She asks me stuff, you know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> has it been that long? Uh, yeah, my wow. daughter's actually her birthday's in February and she's turning twenty-six. Oh my goodness. 
Oh my! Well, belated happy birthday! And I'm a grandmother now. I'm a grandmother. Oh now. come on, come on! You're way I too am. you're way too young to be a grandmother. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm a grandmother. I have a beautiful little grandson. He's going to turn 18 months old. Actually, he's such a delight. Oh, I can hear the pride in your voice. Yeah, yeah, he's a sweetheart. Um, people are talking more and more about dreams these days than. Uh, than I could ever remember doing the show over the 30 years plus I've been doing it. Is something mm -hmm. happening to the human psyche where people are dreaming more and the dreams are more precise? Mm -hmm. Well, again, astrologically, I would say that that because, because of the planet Saturn, which rules things that are real, tangible, is in the sign of Pisces, which is the sign of dreams, lucid dreaming, spirituality, psychic energy. So it's been there since March the 7th, 2023. And it will be there until actually, I just wrote about this two years today on February 13, 2026. Saturn will enter Aries for a bit and then go back into Pisces. Um, let's see, where are we here? Uh, May 24th, it actually enters Pisces, enters, sorry, Aries for the first time. May 24th, 2025, and then finally enters May, February 13th, 2026 for another two years. So the interest in dreams. Uh, yes, I have a lot of clients, especially, actually this just came up in a reading last night. There was literally uh, the card of the Empress, which represents the mother, and this, the card of Pisces. And I asked my client, have you been dreaming about your mother? And she said, yes, my mother just passed in November, and she's coming oh, to me geez. in my dreams. And so, yes, if you have loved ones coming to you in your dreams, that is real. You know, people and pets, mm -hmm. when they pass on, they will come to you in dreams. Um, so people, I think, are dreaming more because they're just more aware. They're more conscious. I really think there is an up, even though the world is in a crazy, chaotic state, there is also an up-leveling of consciousness and people's interest. You know, there's so much information on the net. Yeah, and, as well as misinformation <clears throat> on the net. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you, you touched briefly on... Uh, and you, you know your daughter's birthday is in, or your granddaughter's birthday is in February, or was mm -hmm. it your daughter? My daughter's your daughter. Birthday, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. What can people yes, expect? That's right. Yeah. Happy Valentine's well, Day. <laughs> well, happy Valentine's Day, Rob. I I know this is probably going to be uh, put on another couple of days, but and today is actually Mardi Gras for those who celebrate. I think they're celebrating in New Orleans and in. I always wanted to go to Brazil and to Rio to the Mardi Gras, but. It's going to be a crazy day, and I'm telling people not to celebrate Valentine's Day tomorrow because of this crazy, chaotic, kind of wild energy. There's also sunspots going off, which are going to make people feel off. So if you really want to celebrate Valentine's Day with the planets, you would wait until the 22nd, February 22nd, which is a very powerful day for me, when Venus and Mars come together in the sky. So, you know, the saying, the hermetic saying is, as above, so below, right. so you will want to watch the stars come together. They're going to be at six degrees of Aquarius, still in Aquarius. But I would say, nah, the energy is kind of too crazy. The next couple of days, Venus is going to enter Aquarius on the 16th and meet Pluto on the 17th. And then the Mars and, and Venus come together. So that's a classic. That's a real Valentine's Day. So well, wait till the 22nd. What I did was <laughs> I, I had a funny feeling about Valentine's Day. You know, uh, just something just didn't fit right with me. You know that? gut hunch you get. Mm -hmm. So what I did was Laura, I took Laura out uh, to a beautiful Mandarin restaurant here in St. Catharines. We had a mm -hmm. great meal. Then she, she loves bingo. So okay. that was her, that was her Valentine's day gift, you know, <laughs> uh, dinner and bingo. And, dinner and uh, bingo. Dinner and bingo. And she had a great time. And um, I, I think that people, 
need to listen to their gut feeling or, or those hunches that too many of them just spur off. Mm -hmm. Now, over the years, you have done so much. Uh, past life regression. Mm -hmm. Do you do that as well? I do. Um, and that's that's an important thing also with Saturn and Pisces for people because Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. So collectively, with Saturn and Pisces, now this is tropical astrology. You know, there's different types of astrology. Um, it represents karma. It represents the twelfth house. I know the Taylor Swift song Karma. Um, but you know, you want to finish things off because of that new beginning that's going to start when Saturn enters Aries, and also. Um, February the 20th, 2026, initiates a brand new age, spiritually, psychically, energetically. So this is like the, you know, go into the 12th house where Pisces is rep representing the 12th sign and clean out the closet, do your past life regression, you know. Um, I mean, I work with all my clients using their astrology charts to look at what they were in a past life um, and to, you know, actually help people to connect with those old memories and patterns that are holding them stuck in the past that's affecting them now but they're not aware of it you know we can see the patterns repeat mm -hmm. and that's a significant you know uh, way to tell what's going on what the pattern is you know, wh what were you in a past life what's what trauma that's where you really go to do the trauma releasing but but how do you find the date of birth of of your past life well there's not this well there's, not a, there's different theories about this. Okay. okay, so generally what astrologers use is there's something called the north and south nodes of the moon, which is one of the few things that astronomy and astrology still use the same term. So, for example, all these eclipses are caused because of these north and south nodes of the moon. And if you go look at NASA or, or sky or whatever and look at the eclipse on mm -hmm. April the 8th, they'll say it is a north node eclipse, right? So these are... Uh, points in space where the moon intercepts what's called the ecliptic, which is the apparent path of the sun across the sky. So only when the sun and the moon align very closely with these nodes, which move backwards in the zodiac every 18 plus years, can an eclipse occur. So the north node is called the dragon's head traditionally. You know, we're in the year of the dragon. Yes, yeah. So it's always called the dragon's head. Uh, the south node representing past lives is called the dragon's tail. So this comes from India. You know, where, of course, they, you know, we attribute them for inventing, you know, reincarnation, karma, all of this. The dragons are used in China as well. So they saw it as the dragon eating the sun. When a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse would happen, they would call it a dragon eating the sun. So um, your south node represents past lives. So there's not exactly a date, although you can do a chart for that. There's a type of astrology called draconic astrology. Um but you would look at what it means. So, for example, if your south node is in Libra, like it is right now, you would have had a past life where you're very much related to other people, to your marriage, to your partner, to social status, to being an artist, a creative type, um, to being a communicator or a counselor or a judge even. Libra is the scales of justice. Or you might have been judged yourself. So, as I would go into talking about those, you know, what those words kind of mean to somebody you know, they would then associate, you know, how that feels to them. And mm -hmm. it's an energetic thing. You will feel it, you know what I mean, like in your gut. Um, and, and you would be able to kind of follow that lead. You know, so when you go into a past life regression, you mm -hmm. would follow those leads and help people open up those memories. All right, let's talk more about past life regression when we come back from this commercial break. Our guest exonation is Tara Taro. 
And uh, her real name is Tara Green. I just call her Tara Taro because that's her website, T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. And she is in Toronto and she does online consultations as well as in person. And by the way, if you're, if you're ever having a corporate event and you want to blow your people away, get a hold of Tara. She does a great job. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada on your hometown radio, Classic 1220. Don't go away. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. about Tara Taro is our special guest Exxon Nation. Her website is tarataro.com. Uh, past life regression. I understand that some people believe that they can also, when they go back, they can find out that they have been not only on this planet, but other planets, uh, other dimensions. What is your take on that, Tara? Oh, yeah. No, I think that's that's very possible because like, for example, I always felt since I was very young that I understood that I was a multidimensional being and could kind of sense all of the different things that were going on in all the different dimensions. So, yes, that's very likely, you know, and I think there's, you know, especially on your show, there's a lot of stuff about ETs. And yes. and that's something also that I think will be revealed more because Aquarius is like in the tarot associated with the symbol of the star and it rules astrology Aquarius, actually. So. Uh, one of the nine muses, Urania, was the goddess of astrology, you know, astronomy. It, it was always once the same topic, and being an astrologer and astronomer and actually being a doctor and a mathematician were once the same job description. So, you know, an interest in ETs and people being able to connect in multi-dimensions, you know, also with the interest in quantum physics, I think that's also something that's very likely. You know, and also that's something that I do in my astrology readings because I do something called galactic astrology, where you look at these certain points in space, the certain where that you're connected to different constellations and different stars and even different galaxies. What are some of the past lives that you have had? Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I remember being burned as a witch in a past life since I was very young. Um, and the evidence of that was so obvious, like literally people would call me a witch since I was a child, right? And I kept thinking, I thought it was just because of my crazy black hair that I had. Um, 
And, uh, but I remembered that. And, and then I did a lot of holotropic breathwork. Now, breathwork is becoming very popular again, a different type of breathwork. Um, but holotropic breathwork was something that was started um, by, oh, God, I've just forgotten his name, um, Stanislav Grof, who invented this in the 70s, an alternative to help people um, experience spiritual things without drugs. He was one of the first people to work with LSD experiments with Richard Alpert. So anyway, holotropic breathwork. And he's still alive, Stanislav Grof, he's in his 90s, but it's done with music, very loud music that's programmed, and you lay down and you just breathe, and it's not any fancy breathing, and you'll remember your birth, some people remember past lives, um, and so that's, you know, one of the ways that I accessed a lot of past lives, and I did a lot of hypnosis. When I lived in Sedona years ago, when I moved there in 1987, uh, for the first time, I did a lot of um, hypnosis and in that a lot of past lives came up so I remember being a high priestess that's why I say this in many past lives and also when I've gone to any ancient sites I remember full-blown memories like the first time I went to Stonehenge when I was 17 years old and I went to Ephesus in Turkey and I went to Crete and to Greece I remembered and to mm -hmm. Egypt also at that time in 76 all of these memories of being there you know I, I knew it and people treated me like they knew me like I totally belong there, right? So, you know, there's those memories. And I do have memories of being on other, I'm connected to the Pleiades, which is a, a star system that a lot of channelers also uh, bring down energy to um, and channel from. And what else have I been past? And then, you know, I remember, wow. you know, I was a poor pioneer woman who was raped, you know, somewhere in northern Ontario. So I've had... Um, you know, a lot of difficult, you know, people always talk about, I want to be the queen of Sheba or whatever in my past life. But, you know, there was a joke by Robin Williams that, you know, who's the cleaning lady, you know what I mean? Or, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, nobody ever, I think the job, I think that was, he was channeling that he was, he thought he was Abraham Lincoln in a past life. And he said, no, I was Abe Lincoln, the janitor. Um, <laughs> that was Robin Williams joke. But anyway, oh, um, so also, yeah, I remember I was a Native American man in a past life living in the Southwest. So when I first moved to Sedona, which is a very high energy place, I couldn't sleep there. I had a terrible time. I could feel where the energy started for me from driving in from Cottonwood, Arizona. There was a radius and I had to go out uh, often because I couldn't deal with the energy. And then when I had this past life, I worked with a woman shaman, Araya Mountain Dreamer, for many years. I had a, a soul retrieval done uh, and... In that ceremony, it was revealed, she channeled all this information about who I was, what my name was, and then I worked with a woman who I'd gone through my transformational psychotherapy training with, and she was, in the past life, I was a man, she was a woman, and we were in love, and we met each other in this life, and we both remembered that. So, and we recalled, like, other past lives in Atlantis and things like that, so, you know, I could go on and on, but... You know, I think everybody has a rich inner life and a lot of these memories. I mean, there are some new souls that come in and you can see that as well. But many people have many, many past lives going. I was just reading something that you years. sent us here where it says, I had my first con conscious OOB at mm -hmm. 12. And then at 17, mm -hmm. I was shown the, the meeting place of the elites mm -hmm. and how mm -hmm. the world is run. Okay, take us into your OOB. Well, actually, that happened when I was 12. Um, yeah. uh, when I first, I was just sitting there. I think I'd just gotten a pair of glasses, and I was I was sitting on the floor watching television, and I kind of gazed at my eye, and I could see the reflection of my eye. And the minute I did that, I suddenly felt this big 
whoosh, and I kind of jumped out of my body, and I was sitting back on the couch looking at the back of my head sitting on the floor. And I kind of went, oh, what was that? And I kind of got a little scared, and then I went, yeah. okay. I'm kind of in two places at once now, all right. And then I kind of willed my my etheric body back into my body, right? So when I was 17, though, I had a lucid dream where I went to this big war room, and it's just like in... Uh, uh, you know, Dr. Strangelove kind of thing, the all classic right, yeah. war room, big, big boardroom table mm-hmm. with all these men and, and uh, they're smoking big cigars and, you know, one in there were from all different nationalities and one of them is going, okay, so you be the enemy for a while, you know, we'll have a big war and then we'll make a lot of money, we'll, we'll build your country back up and you be the bad guy and we'll be the good guy and then we'll switch and then this will happen and then we'll do this and they're all laughing when we're going to make billions of dollars and ha ha ha. And I went, oh, okay. So that's how it works. All right. So I was, you know, totally convinced. It seems it's my experience that was so real. I just went there, right? And I went, yeah, it's all pre-programmed. They're all working it out. You know, they're like on a whole other level. They don't really care about people. They only care about money, you know. Uh, So it was pretty, you know, pretty shocking in a way. But, yeah. You know, who knows? You know, that could... That seems very plausible to me. That well, that was a long time ago, right? Yeah, I think I think people are more aware now. But I was just a kid, right? I was seventeen years old, going, "Oh, okay." I mean, I was always kind of interested in politics and history, and but I went, "Oh, okay, they've got it all worked out," you know. And uh, it's just behind the scenes; they're running the show. We're just it's just like a little chess game to them, you know. A lot of people are now saying that this life of ours is actually a life in a matrix where this is just uh, another form of reality that what we're experiencing is all part of the matrix. What is your opinion on that, Tara? Well, um, I think that that could be true. There are so many different levels and dimensions going on at the same time, you know, and it really is. It's really about tuning in your consciousness, just like a radio show. Mm -hmm. People are dialing into this radio show. in indigenous teachings, they have something called your assemblage point. And your assemblage point is like the, the dial that tunes into the particular vibration, you know, and everything is about vibration, like, like you know, Tesla said. So, you know, what you're tuned into is what you're going to hear, you know. So you have to learn to consciously tune into what dimension, what vibration I want to hear and to really keep that up because... You know, I find that, you know, living in the city, for example, there's just, you know, uh, all this static from the cell phones and the microwaves and the, you know, EMFs. Today, actually, we're being, the next two days are going to be bombarded by big uh, coronal mass ejections from the sun that, you know, affects the electromagnetic frequencies of the earth. There's something called the Schumann resonance that the earth puts out and affects the toroidal energy from the sun to the earth. So, you know, you have to keep your energy very high. You know, it takes you have to meditate, you have to drink, you know, you have to eat really pure food as, as clean as you can and, and water as pure as you can and really keep your energy up and really try to filter through this because it's extremely distracting. I think the Internet, as much as it's a gift and it's wonderful, it's also incredibly distracting. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure my listeners are saying right now, oh, he's going to say that thing about the Internet. Yeah, I, you know, I had Pastor Harry Walther on the show many years ago and mm-hmm. he said, you know, Rob... 666 is not the sign of the beast. I said, what is, Pastor? He said, WWW. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's great. I remember, you know, my, I, had a very, I was very lucky to have a very spiritual astrology teacher who was a, um, 
you know, into all these secret teachings. And I remember this was in the 80s. He had a computer. He was an artist. He was one of the first ones to have a big computer. And he said, this is magic, you know. And the fact that you can have all of this information available to you, you know, that was one secret knowledge. It's like mm -hmm. crazy, you know. How do you see the advent and the introduction of artificial intelligence going everywhere? How is that going to change the world? Well, that's a bit scary. I'm, yeah. I'm, I really think people have to be very careful because you won't be able to tell the difference. You know, like now, you know, you can program yourself to visualize anything. And I think they just came out with some new expensive, you know, um, goggles you put on or something. And people are going to escape into that world and think that that's real. That's a real danger. That's a bypassing reality. You know, I think um, you have to people are going to have to get more discerning mm -hmm. you know, and more careful and really say this is a tool. The tool, we're going to use the tool, the tool is not going to use us, you know, and there is a danger of, you know, the science fiction thing, you know, the, the robots are going to take over and, and all that stuff, you know, because it's true, yeah. once they get to what's called the event horizon, they're all connected, they're all going to um, talk to each other, you know, can you unplug them? You yeah. know, we, I just watched 2001 again the other day and going, well, all you had to do was disconnect the computer, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> actually. Duh. <laughs> So it was pretty simple, pull the plug, you know. Um, but that's another thing, you know, I keep thinking a big solar storm is going to come and just wipe things out, which will be kind of a good thing, you know, in a way, um, because people are going to have to learn how to, communicate, you know, it's good yeah. to have communicate, be practical, you know, uh, know your neighbors, have a little community. That's what oh, Aquarius is all goodness. about, your communities. Just imagine yeah. that. What will the kids do without their iPhones? It's going to well, be hard important. on them. You know, yeah. they don't remember things. You know, yeah. uh, we used to have to debate. Do you remember this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Where do you get this information? It was a hunt. You had to do detective work, right? But, but by and, using this technology, are we not dumbing down the futures, uh, civil, uh, future generations of tomorrow? Uh, yeah, in some yeah. way, you know, because uh, do they do math anymore? Do they even write by hand anymore? No, you they know, don't. Uh, no. 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 So, you know, I mean... You get, and you can get overloaded, although I had a spiritual uh, Tibetan Buddhist teacher. Hey, Tara, years ago. I'm going to have to ask you to hold yeah, that sorry. thought because yeah. we've got to go on a okay. break. Nation. Tara Taro is our very special guest this hour. If you'd like to get a private one on one consultation with Tara, visit her website at taratarot.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Uh, 2 a.m., I wish. 10 a.m. till midnight. Right here on your hometown radio, Classic 1220, and streamed at classic1220.ca. I am wasting no more time. Here I go again. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
And welcome back to the Exxon on your hometown Classic 1220 and streamed around the world on Classic1220.ca. My guest this hour is Tara Green and her website is www.tarotarot.com. First of all, great having you back on the show, my friend. Well, thank you, Rob. It's wonderful to be back. So nice to connect with you. Yeah. Um, and the Exxon. And the Exxon, yes. I was just going to ask you more about um, past lives, but... Time is so, so valuable yeah, here. Let's, let's, let's talk about numerology. Okay. So each year as the calendar year changes, of course, it's 2024, you would uh, numerologically add up each of those numbers. So it reduces to the number eight. So the number eight in, you know, we just started the Chinese New Year of the mm -hmm. dragon. Uh, the number eight is considered the number of good fortune and good luck. So that, you know, goes for everybody. So the number eight I relate the numerology to the tarot. So when I read for all my clients, I always have their birth date. I do their numerology. So the number eight in the tarot, though, can be signified by two different cards, uh, one of which is the symbol of justice, which is like Libra energy, the scales of justice, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's all about balance, right? So coming, trying to stay balanced in Tibetan Buddhism um, or in all kinds of Buddhism, it's always the middle path. You know what I mean? Uh, so you want to stay balanced, not getting pulled into that, you know, black, white, good, bad, you know, kind of that's going on in the world, right? So you want to stay even, even keel, middle, justice, balance, peace. You have to be the peacemaker. You have to be at peace within yourself if you want to see peace on the outer world. Um, so the number eight, justice, uh, also relates to relationships. Libra is the sign of relationships, traditionally the sign of marriage uh, in astrology as well. So relating to others um, in an open way. It's an air sign. Communication is important. Uh, the number eight can also be the sign of strength in the tarot. So like Leo, you know, the lion. So um, Leo is ruled by the sun. So power, courage, daring, willpower. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leo rules the heart. So again, staying in your heart, you know, the heart is really what knows, you know, and again, in Buddhist uh, teachings, the heart is really uh, the brains of the body, the, the brain itself is just like the operating system of the computer, but where you really know is in your heart. So I really advise people to stay in their heart. And that's where you're the strongest. And Leo is all about drama. So things can be very dramatic. It's also the sign of the child, like uh, playfulness or so remembering to play. Um, and trying to balance the drama and also, you know, be strong, be courageous, you know, fight for what you want. You know, you want to, you are the star, you know, every man and woman is a star. That's an old saying. Um, I know there's all the gender stuff, but anyway, um, you're all stars. So you need to show up on the world stage, you know, all the world's a stage and create your own dream, you know, create your own, what you want to see, you know? So I think, you know, that's all really important. So it can be a very good, a lucky year. Um, you know, I'm not an expert at Chinese astrology. That's a different system. But, you know, you would also want to look at, to do numerology, you would add up your birthday and month. So, Rob, when is your birthday? April 27. April 27. Okay, so you would add 7 and 4. Mm -hmm. Sorry, 27 and 4, which is 31. And you'd add that to 2024. And that tells you what year influence you're going through personally. So you're going through a number three year. So 2055 is the total, and it reduces to 12 and then to three. So I'm just going to use the lowest denominator there. So the number three in the tarot is called the Empress. So the Empress is like the planet Venus. 
So this is a very creative, um, very much about love and nurturing, and, and she's usually shown as a pregnant woman or mother nature, so very much very giving, um, very helping other people be creative, and really you know, nurturing abundance. It's, it's a very positive, loving year. Venus is the goddess of love and beauty and harmony in the arts. So for you personally, Rob, you're going through a number eight year. So it sounds like I'm going to have a great year. Yeah. 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 And by the way, I was born in the year of the dragon. So I'm a dragon on top ah, of that. Okay. So this yeah. is a, a big year for you then, right? Going through the year of the dragon, right? Yeah. We'll see. So, <laughs> yeah. You got to breathe some fire there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, a lot of people are also talking about the importance of meditation. Mm -hmm. How important is meditation, and do we really need to put as much focus on it as some people within the spiritual and New Age arenas think we should? Yeah, I think it's very important because, again, there's so much information coming at us if we don't kind of get silent as mm -hmm. much as we can, try to, to get silent, to listen to ourselves, to listen to our inner selves, to listen to our hearts. It's very important. Now, some people say they can't do it. And again, astrologically, I would say certain signs have more trouble than others because their minds are too busy and active. Um, but it's really just about breathing. And again, Aquarius is an air sign. So it's about breath. And all you have to do is remember to breathe. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to sit in a lotus position. For some people, you know, if they're water signs, I would say get into a bath and have a nice long bath and just turn your mind off and just let that water cleanse you. You know, for other people, it can be working out. You know, people who run, you know, they get into that high. That's that's a kind of a meditation zone because you're you're not in your thoughts. You're not in your ego. The thoughts are our egos going. You want to get so you're observing your ego. Okay. So I think it's really important to maintain your own energy and balance and just situate yourself. Where am I here and now? You know, to make yourself mm -hmm. fully present. Is it possible that people meditate without even knowing it? Oh, yeah. Anything you get absorbed in, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, you like to tinker with your car or, you know, you get absorbed in music or art or even washing the dishes. If you kind of like or, you know, just Zone sitting, out. looking out the window, zoning out, yeah. you know, X zone. Uh, zone Ooh, out. I and love that's the branding. A form of meditation. <laughs> now, you deal with women's spirituality. Is there a difference between male spirituality and woman spirituality? Yes, yes, very definitely. Um, actually, I think the whole way we think of spirituality is totally masculine oriented, and there is a whole different system that women need to use, which they're just kind of rediscovering, which is working with the womb. And that the womb itself is a very holy, sacred place. It's the only place that a soul can manifest mm -hmm. into the physical world. So it's a totally different direction. Um, you don't want to go up. The ascension, going up is a masculine thing. Uh, for the feminine, it's coming down and into the body. So coming from in the sky, coming from the universe down into the body, that's the feminine form of spirituality. I know a lot of New Age people are into mm -hmm. ascension and all that. Um, but you're not really going anywhere. You know what I mean? And also, you need to be here on the, the earth. Yes. You know, kind of, right? We need to be manifested here and now. So I think for women, it is a totally different path. And women are just discovering it. And I think there's also still a lot of misunderstandings about that as well. But it's because it's kind of new. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of remembering it, right? So people are kind of um, feeling their way through it and trying to find connections to 
past systems, which has largely been obliterated, like the books were burned and nobody remembers. Indigenous people have, you know, lost their connection a lot of the, to a lot of their intrinsic um, teachings. It's this time of our, in our existence that we all have to do what we can for the betterment of Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Because right. no matter then, be, no matter what color we are on the outside, no matter right. what religious philosophy we're part of and, and believe in, at the end of the day, we're all one. We're all yes. us. We're all yes. you know, and 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 to to watch the news, to watch the hate, to listen to the negativity. We're just working against ourselves and, and hurting other people of this great planet that we live on. And, and when Mother Nature gets ticked off enough, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Also, you know, a number eight year is a destiny year. Mm -hmm. It's a karmic year. When you turn eight on its side, it's the symbol of infinity. So it's very important for people to stay in that nexus and that little point at the center of the, the two loops. That's the now. That's being in the present. That's someone taught me that that was what enlightenment was all about, was about staying in that present where it crosses, that little X there, actually, <laughs> in the middle of those loops. That's the infinity point. John, I've got about two minutes left. I want to talk to you about your ET yeah. encounter in Mexico. Mm, okay. That happened February 22nd uh, in Islam O'Hara's uh, a long time ago, 1979, with my future ex-husband. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on here. <laughs> You're, you're a psychic and you didn't see that coming? Well, it was karmic. I was ah, told, okay. that's a whole other story. I was told to marry him the minute I really looked at him, actually, <laughs> by my spirit guides. And I went, what? Are you kidding, this guy? Um, <laughs> but anyway, we, meant to be, we were meant to be together. So we were on a beach with a woman from Germany who was going to go see Osho uh, at the time and go see this psychic seer, Maria Sabina. And we saw what we thought was a falling star. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember who noticed it. And we were totally sober as well. And so, you know, falling stars usually burn out. So this one didn't burn out. It just stopped in the middle of the sky and it started to wobble. And I clearly saw it make an infinity symbol. Um, so it went from this center point down to the left and around up and then came back. And then it started to get bigger. And then we went and then we realized, oh, my God, it's coming down. And my my. My ex-husband, uh, Larry, started to freak out. He thought it was aliens and there was, you know, cattle, <laughs> you know, with no blood in them. And I went, no, 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 this is the miracle I knew I was always going to see. Right. So this star comes down and takes the shape of a bird. And it starts flying towards us, still sparkling like a star. And um, I could sort of see that it had like wingtips, like an eagle, but it had a small head. And as it flew in over us on the beach, over the island, and flew into the light of the town behind us, uh, it totally turned into the jet black shadow. So the only way you could see it was it was it was totally cloaked at that point was it was jet black and we could see it against the sky. It was darker than the sky. So we watched it kind of fly around mm -hmm. and then we went, oh, okay, is that it? And then we picked it up again, sort of further down and it came wheeling around and it came back out. And as it flew from the light of the town over our heads into the night sky, it went ping back into starlight and then it flew back up to the sky in like one split second and disappeared. Fascinating story. Tyra, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. Please don't be a stranger. My very best okay. to your husband All today. Right. And thank uh, you. I can't believe your, your daughter's 26. Wow. I know. <laughs> Take care of yourself, my dear friend. Okay, and you too. Thank you and blessings to everybody. Hey, blessings thank you too. So much, Rob. But one more time, let your listeners know your website. 
Yes, it's taratarot.com. T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. Thank you. My pleasure. Take care, Tara. And okay. uh, Exonation, uh, that's it for tonight. I'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And as you all know, we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until midnight right here from the studios of Classic 1220 in St. Catharines, Ontario and streamed around the world on classic1220.ca. So until tomorrow night, take care of each other. Tell your children you love them. Give them a hug. And always remember to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.